need a recap of Sunday's readings? It's time for Homily Highlights on Mater Day Radio. And today's Homily Highlight brought to you by Monsignor John Syak, pastor at Christ the King Church in Milwaukee. Well, one of my very best friends is Father Derek Lappy. He's a priest to the Archdiocese of Seattle, and if you've ever been up to Bremerton, the Navy town, uh, he's the pastor there. And we met in seminary, gosh, well over, probably close to 30 years ago. And uh, he grew up in Longview, Washington, and when we were at the seminary, I was, I was from Oregon, and he was from Washington, and we were in Rome, and so we, like, we hit it off immediately. But we talk every week, and a lot of times we're just we're, we're kind of pinging off each other about the homily, about what we should talk about. And, and we, he was sharing with me uh, this, this story from his own life that I thought would be good to help illustrate the gospel. So, so Father Lappy, um, when he was a young teenager, his life was on a very bad trajectory after his parents' divorce. That, uh, that after that happened, he and his, his brothers and his other sisters just started to, to go in the wrong direction. And he, he remembers is that Jesus intervened in his life in a very powerful way through his priest, the new priest that had come to Longview to be pastor. His name is Father Hans Olsen. And, and he was a, he's a man's man. He's, uh, he's fatherly. He's faithful. He's orthodox. He, he celebrates the sacraments with reverence, with great love for the saints and the church. He loved his people. And Father Lappi says, that guy changed my life. Like it set my life back on a trajectory to where he, be, he could become a priest. And uh, his, one of his brothers, who's, who's, a, who's a Marine officer, um, just simply says, that guy, Father Olson, that guy saved my life. Father Olson's impact on those young boys had a massive ripple effect for the good. And you think about it, well, Father Olson, why did he become a priest? Well, he felt called to be a priest when he was very young. But his dad was against it. In fact, at the time, his dad wasn't even Catholic. And most of his brothers went off into the family car business. And that was an easy, natural path to a life of, of comfort and security. And, uh, but no, he chose the seminary. And, he went, and because he was faithful and orthodox, getting through the seminary in the 1980s wasn't an easy thing. And there's a lot of excuses that Father Hans could have given not to be a priest. And then it makes you think, like, without Father Olson, what would have become of Father Lappy and his life? And Father Lappy is a great priest. He's an inspiring priest. And he's been a priest for over 20 years now. Imagine the ripple effect what Father Hans Olson had on Father Lappy and both of them in their priesthood on so many other people. And you can trace this back to the church, to the gospel, to the priesthood of the very first men who gave their yes to Jesus. You know, one of the first things that Jesus does when he begins his public ministry is that he calls these men, these fishermen who will become fishers of men. And the apostles are on the lake fishing, they're in the middle of their work, their business, their daily life, and Jesus walks into their life and he meets them there and he says, come after me and I will make you fishers of men. 
And what does St. Matthew tell us? Peter and Andrew, at once they left their nets and followed him. And James and John, immediately they left their boat and their father and followed him. There's something about Jesus. There's something about his presence, his voice, his words, his summons, his call, his invitation that inspires these men to trust him and to leave everything behind so that they can say yes to follow him. And this will begin their great journey and adventure watching, listening, experiencing our Lord in those three years at his side with those huge ups and downs, triumphs and defeats, clarity and misunderstanding, strength and weakness, their own sin and his grace, until he sends them out to the ends of the earth to teach his saving gospel to the whole world and ultimately to give their lives to witness to the truth that Jesus Christ is God and that he saves us from sin and death. These men went deep with the Lord and this massive ripple effect right, which changed the course of his human history and continues down through the ages. What about us? Jesus is calling. He's called us to follow him. You know, and we need more priests, right? We don't have enough priests. We need more holy people. And you know, when you think about, well, there could be reasons why fewer young men today are, are choosing the priesthood. Could be just being, having difficulty making a lifelong commitment. Right, which seems to characterize the younger generation. Fears, right? What will my parents and friends think? Will I be happy? Or just being formed in worldly desires and not holy desires so that I don't, I'm not, I don't think what God wants. I think about what I want. Or maybe just living a worldly life so that what God wants never really c comes up on the radar. I want this house, this car, this career, this hobby, this relationship, whatever that might be. Or it could be the bad example of some priests, which we're all familiar with. Or celibacy, right? In our hyper-sexualized hyper culture to think that chaste celibacy might seem impossible. A lot of these are the perennial reasons, right? If you think about the reasons those first apostles may have had to not respond to Jesus' call. And there are all real reasons that can cause hesitation to saying yes for a young man to go off to the seminary. But there's really only one response to all of these difficulties. Jesus Christ. You know, I was struck by Jonathan Rumi. I don't know if you saw him at the March for Life uh, you know, Jonathan Rumi, he's playing Jesus in the, in the series The Chosen, right? And he's, he's talking to the young people at the March for Life, and he just says just very simply, he said, God is real, and he is completely in love with each and every one of you. 
God is real. And he's completely in love with each and every one of you. You know, back in 2005, uh, Pope Benedict XVI was talking to some seminarians at World Youth Day. And he said this, he said, the seminarian experiences the beauty of God's call in a moment of grace which could be defined as falling in love. It is only when a young man has had a personal experience of Christ that he can truly understand the Lord's will and consequently his own vocation. So what is it that we need? We need to meet Jesus Christ who is real and who is alive and to hear his call and to respond to it. Right? We don't suffer from a vocations crisis. We suffer from a crisis of faith. We need to believe that he is real and that he has risen from the dead. And as for all of us, whatever God's call is for, for us, to recognize that we can trust him, that out of everything in this life, only he can really satisfy our hearts, can really make us happy. To know and to believe in him in such a way to have faith, essentially, to know that what is worth, that is worth to spend your life serving him and to leave everything else behind. Because we don't know whose life and salvation depends upon our yes to the Lord. I'm sure Father Olson had no idea that part of the ripple effect of his life was to, for another priest. St. John Paul II, back in 1998, he was talking to some altar servers who had come to Rome on pilgrimage. And he said, he said this to them, he said, the modern world boasts of the enticing door which says everything is permitted. It ignores the narrow gate of discernment and renunciation. I am speaking especially to you young Christians, particularly the, to the many altar servers who have come to Rome these days on pilgrimage. Pay attention. Your life is not an endless series of open doors. Listen to your heart. Do not stay on the surface, but go to the heart of things. And when the time is right, have the courage to decide. The Lord is waiting for you to put your freedom in his good hands. Your life is not an endless series of open doors. It's not a life of day after day of endless possibility. Why? Because love requires commitment. And we can't have love without committing ourselves, which means to make a choice, a choice for him. And that is today's homily highlight with Monsignor John Syak, the pastor at Christ the King Church in Milwaukee. You can listen to that podcast again on our Hail Mary Media app or go to our website at materdayradio.com. And while you're there, Check out the community calendar. Boy, it is really filling up during these ordinary weeks of the church and ways that you can really get involved in a new ministry in the archdiocese or spend a little bit of time on retreat. You can find out all of the events coming up. Again, it is the community calendar under the Get Involved menu, materdayradio.com, and also access it on the Hail Mary media app.